Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Born to Talk Radio Show. I'm your host, Marsha Witeka. Conversations plus connections equals community. Those are my three C's. The heart of my show is what's your story? It's my belief we all have stories. Some are similar, others are uniquely different. Storytelling brings the passions of my guests to life through our conversations. So be prepared to be entertained, informed, and inspired. Welcome to today's show. Hello, everybody. This is going to be a really cool show. My guest today is Sigmar Bird. He is the founder of Love Tuner and also the nonprofit Love Tuner Foundation. And he's also the author of a book called One Journey, the Love Tuner book. Welcome to the show, Sigmar. Mazar, so great having me. It's an honor to be on your show. Oh, that's kind of you to say that. I find you to be so interesting. As I walk around my neighborhood, I'll say to people, do you follow my podcast? No, not really. Well, let me just tell you, go to this, just Google Love Tuner, because this guy that founded this, he's going to be on my show. You're going to want to listen to this. So I thought before we got to some of the questions that I'm just really interested in asking you, I think it's always nice um, Sigmar, to just kind of get to know who my guests are. So could you just please tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, so I'm, I'm originally Austrian, moved to the United States about 18 years ago, but I worked before on and off uh, in New York. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. originally an architect and started um, some fashion businesses. And uh, at one point, nearly 10 years ago, my passion for mindfulness and my own journey kind of merged, and this was actually the beginning of the so-called Love Tuna mission and the product uh, Love Tuna, what is behind this Love and Peace mission. You know, there's something very important about mindfulness, isn't there? For all the yogis that are out there that understand that word maybe differently than others, I happen to take a yoga class once a week, so I understand that word mindfulness. I also understand the importance of breath work. So let's start at the very beginning. That sounds like a song from Mary Poppins, but (laughs) I'm not going to sing it for you, though. Um, So let's define what is the love tuner. So the love tuner, I mean, in, in a simple form, it's a mindfulness tool, meditation device, uh, but what it really does is like it combines uh, breath work with sound healing. And it's all in a little device what you wear as a necklace around your neck. And, and uh, you do a conscious breathing break. You connect to this frequency. And, yeah, it's just a very easy uh, way to, you know, to have a mindfulness routine. And also it's an easy way to even get to the state of, meditation if you want to call it i would imagine it probably helps people with anxiety too doesn't it yeah because i mean this is the part of it when it comes to breast work so when we do a conscious breathing break you know like when we sit down and just exhale and inhale and then kind of like reduce our exhale extend the exhale 
Um, and when this happens, you basically um, um, disconnect your nervous system. So we're always in, in a fight and flight mode. What is in mm-hmm. our society not not necessarily on a daily basis anymore, but we still have this implemented into our DNA. And when we do a breathing break, we basically step out of from the sympathetic nervous system into the parasympathetic nervous system, and this is when we feel relaxation, and and this is what what you achieve with a breathing break, and um, and this device just makes it very easy for you because it slows down your exhale, and I mean then you have the benefits of the frequency on top of it. What 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 it does for you in this breathing cycle is it helps you to slow down the exhale, it gives you the feeling of relaxation. And on top of it, you do something really healthy for your immune system. You're strengthening your lung volume. And it's, it's just overall beneficial for the entire uh, system. Well, you know, I, I've, I've written about you. I've, I've looked into your website. And for those of you listening, it's very simple to find. It's just the www.lovetuner.com. And we'll also be talking a little bit later into the podcast about your foundation, and you also have a book. But I think a great place to begin for those of us that don't really understand this, for lack of a better word, the science behind this, what do you mean when you say 528HZ? What is that? So it's the 528 hertz frequency, and it... It's understood to be the miracle, the DNA repair, or the so-called love frequency. And um, the frequency is actually nothing that we invented. It's a a divine frequency. It's not a man-made frequency. It occurs in every living matter. It occurs in the the chlorophyll of the leaves. This is why our plants are green. Uh, The humming of the pollinating bees um, is mm. the same frequency, 528 hertz. So as you can see, it's a, it's a nature-related cosmic divine frequency. And um, it's, it's nothing that we invented, as I said, and I would call it we basically brought it back into, yeah, into to serve humanity because um, 600 after Christ, the Gregorian choirs have been chanting this frequency. They achieved a huge healing within the communities. And, and sooner than later, this frequency got kind of forgotten because we changed the musical scale, and uh, and it just literally disappeared. And now this knowledge brought it back, and a lot of musicians over over the decades brought it back. Like the most famous one is John Lennon. He composed Imagine in the frequency of 528 hertz, what is actually a high-pitched C. And at one point, it was our regular C before the musical scale got changed so it's it's nothing what is like um made up it was always there it's a cosmic frequency and it helps humanity to heal it helps to connect it has a beneficial effect on our dna and it's understood as the love frequency but the love not between you know lovers it's likely the cosmic energy and frequency of love and this is what you do when you use this frequency as with sound bowls, if you listen to this frequency, if you use 
tuning forks, whatever you do, or you use the love tuner, um, you are basically healing because this frequency is extremely beneficial for the human system. Wow, that's fascinating. Um, you have a great website, but I'd like you to share with our listeners what your mission is. What, what is your mission in, in having this um, love tuner? Um, as I said earlier, you know, the whole thing started actually as a mission. So it was something where we have been thinking about uh, uniting uh, communities, you know, like, um, and what separates us the most, and separation is like really on the rise in the last 10 years, it became actually crazy uh, that we even have more and more separation instead of unity and unifying. And a frequency just is way easier than any spoken word because you really feel it on resonating in your heart. So it's not like, okay, that's overwritten by my intellect and somebody's talking and I can evaluate if I like it based on how I grew up, based on the patterns and patterns I'm living in, based on whatever my background. So with the frequency, it's, it's a consistent interaction. And this is why um, the Love Tuna mission is based on frequency healing, on, on this love vibration, on connecting hearts. And, and what it basically does is um, it takes you out from your mind into your heart. And this is where I think and what we have seen in the last nearly decade while we are doing this, that's the only thing where, where we know uh, humanity can come together. This is on a hard level, and it sounds uh, so cheesy sometimes. And when people say love conquers all or love can, can solve all the problems and love is the solution, mm-hmm. But it, but it really is, you know. It's like it, mm-hmm. it really is. And if we, if we go inward, this is what we all are basically seeking, you know. And that it sometimes does not reflect in our actions, but this is the biggest longing of humanity is to to be loved, you know. And and uh, and when you yeah. understand, understand how love works, that it's like vice versa. If you give it, you receive it. I think this is the mission behind this tool. You know, it's it's very interesting what you said because I I do think that love is a two-way street. Yes, we want to receive it, but we want to give it as well. And um that's, you know, if if we just all all we need is love, that's another Beatles song, isn't it? Um but yeah. you know, it's 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 funny because love means different things to different people. I I'm sure that depending upon who you speak to, their age, their life experiences, whomever, whatever. But it is something that we can't be without. And if there was ever a time as you look around the world today, whether you live here or you live out of this country, man, there's never been a greater need than to have some love. When when you talk about mindfulness as a tool, how how... How how is it used as a mindfulness tool specifically? Um, I mean, what we recommend is to to use it in the morning right away to basically set the vibration of the day or the tone of the day, and then every time during the day when something comes up where you feel like 
a little bit stressed, a little bit not really relaxed, maybe you have a little bit of anxiety, then you just, just do a conscious tuning, you step away for like whatever, a minute or two, do a breathing cycle, connect to the frequency, and then just sit in silence for like 30 seconds and then continue whatever you have been doing before, but just in a more balanced and more centered and focused mm-hmm. way. So this is, and then, then I, the last thing what I would really recommend is before you go to bed, to maybe tune also with an intention to reflect on the day, be grateful, and all those vibrations just going to help you yourself to, to lift your own vibration. But, you know, when, when we talk about the word mindfulness, the actual correct word would be actually mind emptiness because we have all a full mind. And, uh, and what we want to achieve is in a mindfulness practice is to actually have a quiet mind, to have an empty mind at least for the practice of the time we are doing it. Would you mind repeating that? It's not mindfulness. You said it's mind and what was the word you used following that? I, I said mind empty. Mind empty? Yeah. So because this is oh. basically, it, it's a contradiction, the word itself, because we talk about mindfulness, you know, we're talking about, yeah. and on the other hand, we, we, want, we want to have people not to have a full mind, you know, we want them to empty their thoughts, you know, to come to to, oh. to stop their thinking, you know, because we are firing like 70,000 thoughts a day, average. So if right. we have a couple of minutes where we are not firing thoughts and we can stay in our heart uh, chakra and like richly enjoy our being, this is what we want to achieve actually with this so-called mindfulness practices to have the mind empty. That's, that is fascinating. I, I hope everybody has visited the website because unless you've actually seen this device, you probably would have no idea what this looks like. But we're going to be continuing to talk about this. So since your focus is on mindfulness, and I like what you said about emptying the mind at the end of the day and well-being, could you explain specific instances where the love tuner has made a meaningful impact on individuals' lives. Do you have some stories that you could share with us about that? Yeah, we, when, when we started, it was, it was um, a crazy journey for us because we knew what we were working on, but it was something where we tapped into it. And we tapped into shallow water first, and then we saw, oh, wow, that's really deep. And this is when the first reactions came to us. So we... One lady, I remember, it was really heartbreaking and beautiful. She wrote us, she said, like, I, I'm, I'm sitting at home. I, I have never experienced any mindfulness, spiritual practices or meditation of any kind. But I saw this love tune and I bought it because my husband is handicapped from a car accident and he cannot really move. And, and he sits at home, watches TV is slightly aggressive she says it's very hard to connect and she says sometimes i literally think about walking out the door and leaving this behind me no matter how much Mm -hmm. i love it because it's just a depressing settings and she said and then i tune and i stand in my backyard and i go inside and i know why i'm here and what i'm doing i mean this is literally my office back then this is years ago we we have been really like in tears you know seeing this kind of stuff and then and then later on, we had more and more of those kind of stories, like really beautiful stories. And 
But what we witnessed, and this is why I think it's, it's, it's so powerful, is the first thing what we did when we started with Love Tuna is we went into elementary schools and we did mindfulness classes with the Love Tuna before the, you know, the lesson started. We've been sitting in a circle for like 10, 15 minutes, and mm. the kids started tuning. And, um, you know, kids have not the layers that we have. They're not necessarily polite or, or you know, they make something up when they don't feel anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, so kids are pretty straightforward. And we, we walked in there the first time, like you have 30 kids with eight years. So, they you know, they, they don't really care. They're like, like pure life, and, and it's beautiful to see. And mm-hmm. within a minute, we had them all sit down and tune and it became to a point where they said, like, listen, we want to have this mindfulness, you know, love tuning classes, if you want to call it like this. And the results have been amazing. Within, within one semester, we eliminated completely bullying in these classrooms. Wow. Uh, the grades went up. The focus, kids have been more focused. And overall, teachers told us that, they just liked each other more, you know, not even like they became friends, but they, they said, listen, we go to the same school, we, we, we're in the same classroom, we're sharing things that are dear to our hearts, and it was a way better overall situation of kids in the classroom. This is what many teachers told us, and this made us really proud and, and happy. You know, this was at the very beginning when we literally started with this mission. And it's been 10 years, is that what I understood? Yeah. So when you say tuning, uh, and I'm sorry, I'm a definition person, so maybe somebody might be wondering the same thing, so that's what I do. When you say tuning, what, define what that means specifically. You know, like when you think about like an old radio, um, uh-huh. when you have, or, you, or you drive in a car, and the radio station, you know, goes out of reception a little bit, and you have, like, this noise. And yes. similar to this is how we as human resonance. So when we have frequencies around us, what are, meanwhile, majority of frequencies, which are not really beneficial for us, um, then it interacts with our system. And with tuning, it means basically that you get to the right channel, you know, like on, on a radio when you, when you like recorrect that you find the program and say, oh, I need to tune it up a little bit, a couple of hertz. Mm-hmm. Oh, now I hear my radio station clear and loud mm-hmm. and with no background noise. And this is basically what tuning means. So um, you are basically tuning your own system. And in this case, you tune it to 528 hertz. But what it means is like literally you're tuning it to yourself. You, you get self-empowered. You, you understand that you are a vibrational being. You know, a lot of people don't even know that they're vibrational, you know. But right. on, the other hand, we, on the other hand, we always talk about, oh, that's a good vibe. That's a bad vibe. But where does all the vibes come from when we are not vibrational? Right. You know what I mean? So, and, and this is, it just brings more consciousness to how you vibe. And and with tuning, you understand, you know, that's a bad vibe, that's a good vibe. So why don't we adjust to a frequency that can bring us into a good vibration? So this is basically what tuning means. That's so funny. I don't, there's just something about how my brain works. When you said good vibrations, of course, my mind went straight to a song. Um, 
that's just how that's just how my my that's just how my mind works. Um, so and, and I'm so I'm trying to I'm I'm starting to get the hand the hang of this. So you mentioned that the love tuner combines breath work and sound healing. Can you just elaborate more on the healing benefits of that 528? Um, HD sounds for stands for what? Because I, I want to write this down. What is HD? What's that? Um, it it stands hertz? for hertz. Hertz, yeah. Like, okay. H-E-R-T-Z. So, so let's let's talk about that healing benefit. I'm so sorry. What? Say that once again. No, I just spelled that, spelled it out. Hertz for you. It is how do you spell it? H E R T C. Excellent. That's exactly how I spelled it. Wow. Okay. So, <laughs> let, yes, thank you. So let, let's just talk a little bit more about the healing benefits of this frequency and what this love tuner emits. So when um, our knowledge basically came from how water reacts to frequencies. So this is when what we researched at the very beginning. And there is a, a famous Japanese scientist and author. He wrote a book, and this is called The Hidden Messages in Water. Uh, and Emoto uh, is his name. And uh, he died like about a couple of years ago. But he wrote this mm-hmm. book, and you see a lot of um, reactions, how water reacts to nasty words to swearing and how beautiful water reacts to the word love, for example, or like uh, words that are filled with gratitude. And, um, and when you look at this, it becomes very evident that our system that is whatever, 70 to 80% water when we are adults, um, and blood, for example, is 91%. So we react to frequencies. We react to vibes. So because water swings, our entire system swings. And, uh, and when we looked into what the 528 hertz doing to water, it became very clear. So if you have disturbed water or even polluted water and you put it mm-hmm. under the microscope and expose it to this frequency, uh, the water molecules rearrange to the original hexagonal shape of water so the beautiful that looks like a little snowflake flick uh, under the microscope and this is because of restructuring the water molecules so this frequency aligns your water molecules in your body as well and this gives you the feeling of relaxation Um, the meditational part kicks in but this is all the physical knowledge so this frequency has the power to restructure water to its original shape wow I'm I'm looking at a picture of the love tuner and I can see that it's a necklace and I can see that there's something at the very end it's it's a it's a, a device of sorts um could you explain how you actually do you inhale that is that what happens you put that in your mouth and you inhale uh, no, you actually uh, use it as like it's a single tone flute. I think that's what it describes it the most. So it makes it only this one tone, this 528 hertz frequency. And you have this little cap that holds it and you pull it out and then it's this little like harmonica-like single tone flute. It's about whatever I would say, one and a half, two inches long. And then you put this 
uh, in your mouth and then you blow it like a flute and you try to to have a low audible extended exhale. Oh my goodness, that was absolutely not clear to me. So what you're saying is it's think of it as almost as an example as a musical instrument. You aren't inhaling or doing anything with this. You are literally putting this into the, the in your mouth and it automatically starts no, that vibration. No, you need no, you need to exhale. So you have a breathing cycle. You inhale through your nose, and then you exhale yes. through your mouth through this single-tone flute. Got it. Okay, so inhale through your nose, and while this thing is in your mouth, you exhale. And Correct. that sets out a vibration? Yeah, and makes this tone, yeah. And makes a tone. Tone um, something that you can control the volume? How, how does that work? Yeah, I mean, this this is regulated by your own exhale, how loud you want to play it. Or we recommend to hold like a, a low audible tone. You know, it's more relaxing and you can you have more lung volume to extend your, your, your exhale. Got it. So you inhale. When you exhale... And you make that noise, depending upon exactly. the sound of that noise of your exhale, uh, um, regulates the sound of the love, love tuner. That is, am I, did I understand that correctly? Correct, correct, yeah. Oh, gosh, thank you. So you talked a little bit earlier, but maybe you could just maybe say a little bit more about this if you'd like. You You talked about a personal routine, and I like what you said. You said starting in the morning, during the day, and at bedtime. What about if you're just in a stressful place? Would that be another time to just use it? Yeah, I would highly recommend this, and especially when you get more and more in tune with your body, that you feel it Mm -hmm. before, you know, anxiety really comes up and takes over, because most of the time it's, 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 we all notice, it's a so-called mind fuck. But if you feel it, if it comes up in your body in a physical way that, you know, like you you feel like more anxious, you know, your heart rate goes up. Heart, and this is right. where, where, you, yeah, where you really should tune right away. So this is something, if you're at this point that you have, you're that in tune with your body, don't let it escalate, you know. There's no need to call a therapist. There's no need for anything, basically. It's just to disconnect this negative thought from your body system. Huh. Do you, I, I'm just curious, because I'm a curious person. Are you a person that does a lot of journal writing? Um, I have to say, I, I don't write much in a journaling in, in way. But um, uh-huh. I, I, I learned how to really like, go into manifestation and, and pick out the stuff which is necessary and what is, what is important in life, really, like to be more mindful about all your thoughts. This is what I'm doing. You know? It's like basically, if you want to call it a, a spiritual hygiene. Mm-hmm. That's fascinating. I mean, that really, that really is fascinating because there isn't, 
there isn't another product like yours out there, is there? No, there's nothing out there that could wow. come. I mean, we have been the first one in general to even combine a tool that is not only uh, a breathing tool or, or a sound. So we really combined uh, breath work with sound healing. Wow. So oftentimes um, it's called the miracle frequency or maybe DNA repair or the love frequency. Tell us, why is that? Um, there have been a lot of tests that we also have on our, on our science page about the impact on the DNA itself, um, a healing impact. It can restructure DNA. Uh, and um, the miracle frequency comes from the so-called solfaccio frequencies. And, and these frequencies have been believed as the so-called miracle tones. And uh, at one point, everything was way more connected, mathematics, science, music. This was all one. And out of these frequencies um, have been defined and they found that the, the feeling and the vibration of love vibrates exactly at 528 hertz. And this is why it has all those different names because it really causes miracles it uh, it helps you um, to repair DNA, and it really vibrates on this frequency of the so-called universal love frequency. That's so it's so interesting. I would think that you know I'm certainly going to mention this to my yoga instructor, um, but it seems that you know this is something that's universal. Um, I, I have you. I would imagine that you've been on the news. Have you been on the news? Because it seems like we see so much on the news that's bad news or unpleasant news or scary news. Have you ever? Have you ever actually done a TED talk or been on the news to talk about this? Yeah, yeah, we have been um, in Europe on, on actually some national TV stations also here in the States a little bit. But, you know, like when we talk about, and this is why in general everything that helps you to get out of this flood of negative vibes, I think mm-hmm. everybody should do this, you know, because that's the most important thing. You cannot be exposed to negativity or to bad vibes, and then in the evening you come home and you're the happiest person in the world. This is just not happening. And, and given right. our society that where our society, whether you want to call it the matrix, whatever you people call it, there's nothing uh-huh. during the daytime that literally helps people. You know what I mean? It's like we get bombarded with negative stuff or with, with just trivial nonsense, but there's nothing out there where you would say, oh, wow, they're, they're looking out for us. They're making sure that we feel great, that we're in a good vibration. So I think this is up to, to us as, as our human society that we take this mm-hmm. on. We, we need to make sure that the vibration in general, just we vibrate higher and it can only start. You cannot have somebody on the outside vibrate higher. You need to start with yourself. Right. It really does start with ourselves, doesn't it? Almost in, in every everything we do in life. You know, attitude, how we approach the day, our gratefulness, all of those different mindsets. Um, I know I, I certainly... I'm there. I, I don't get out of bed without expressing my gratitude. Um, but 
I, I'm a, a huge supporter of the nonprofit world, and you 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 actually founded um, a 501c um, nonprofit called the Love Tuner Foundation, and and you also have that is and I will make sure that people can find that, but basically it's the lovetunerfoundation.org, so that's where you would be able to see um, Sigmar's um, foundation. But there had to be a reason why you wanted to do this. And I would like to spend some time talking about your foundation now. Yeah, like uh, the foundation was something where we wanted to actually give back uh, and and help um, underprivileged people because, you know, it, it, the Love Tune is, is a mass product. It's not expensive. But still, you know, when you talk about, uh, you know, low-income, low-income areas, you know, this can be significant, and so what we try to do is to donate as much love to us as we can, especially in this in the school system, uh, where we have our own mindfulness program, where what I explained earlier, the teacher have this mindfulness minutes before they start teaching, and so on and mm-hmm. so on. And then we also we also supporting um, um, a foundation called the Pure Edge Foundation. And they are specialized in something what. What we also experienced, and they said, educate the educators. So they said the kids are not right. the problem. The problem is often the teachers because, you know, like they don't believe in it. So how can you transmit or, or like, you know, have kids doing it if, if you don't believe in it? And, you know, like and it, when we talk about vibration and, and all this stuff, it cannot be that this is a person that has no uh, no connection. So this is something very important for us. We like this program a lot, educate the educators, and, and just open up this idea that our kids are the most important thing that we have right now. And as mm-hmm. Dalai Lama said, mm-hmm. if every if every eight-year-old one would learn how to meditate, the next generation will have no war. And and I yeah. think it's it's such a it's such a critical age. And, mm-hmm. and I think we, we need to do as much as we can to to help those kids, you know, to go in a different way. Like, you know, like we, we, we went the wrong way. A lot of generations ahead of us went the wrong way. But we all wanted to do something good. And I think now it's the time to really focus on kids and, and have them just, you know, give them a tool that they can vibrate higher. I agree, and and just so that people understand, the um, nonprofit is called Pure Edge. It's a nonprofit organization, and yeah. um, I, I have friends that are teachers. I have, I you know, I, I know a lot of people, and I think that what you just said is so important. I, I my podcast last week was all about bullies, and how this young man yeah. at, at 14 was bullied and how he turned that experience around to help others not be bullied. And he started a nonprofit. And, you know, if if you're experiencing your children and, and there's, you just see something is not going right, you know, this to me sounds like such an ideal, ideal um, foundation. And I'm sure that you accept donations for this. Right. I mean, I'm sure that people can. I see there's a donate button on your page, so people can yes. certainly support you that way, because yes. you know, it it really does. Um, it matters, and I, I like what it says here. The Love 
Tuner Foundation teams up with Love Tuner and the Love Tuner team writers. Who are the team writers? Who, who is that that you talk about? So we, we borrowed this term from, from surfing, obviously, and it's, it's like basically people from all fields of businesses, all fields of, of whatever you want to call it, healing modalities, what they teach. And, uh, and we, we call them team writers because they are basically love tuna advocates that work, most of them, like uh, on a, yeah, they're just, let's say, uh, supporting our mission. And these are people that we use worldwide to facilitate our programs. We go for us to schools, we go to events, we do Love Tuna healing seminars. So this is basically wow. what we call Love Tuna Team Writers. And we, we, we have our foundations very, very slick. So we basically um, only support our own team writers when they have any costs related to you know, helping the Love Tuna mission. But besides this, it literally everything, every dollar goes right into the cost. That's terrific. I would think every school district, I mean, I'm in Los Angeles. That's a huge school district. But even in smaller school districts or private school districts, if every child walking into the classroom had one of these around their neck and maybe they can't afford it but someone else can help them get it, including the teacher, I could just see this. You know how they say there needs to be balance in life, obviously. It can't only be one direction. There needs to be a time where you just take a breath. And for children, oftentimes that might be recess. But perhaps for your child or a child, whomever, recess is the most stressful time of the day because somebody's picking on them. How come you don't know how to kick the ball? How come, how come you always drop the ball when it comes to you? Whatever that might look like. I'm just throwing out things that I just think of. But I could see where if if these students had that opportunity, this just seems like a no-brainer, for, in my opinion, that um, the schools and, and their parents, I could just sort of see it's it's sort of, you know, I didn't grow up in a religious home. We didn't have prayers before our meals and things like that. But I can see where if that was a ritual, I am a ritual person, I am a routine person, and I can see where if part of your routine, as you mentioned, when you get up in the morning, when you go to bed at night, maybe you're about to just take a walk and you just want to close your eyes and refocus your focus, if, if that makes any sense. I think that I could see where we would be living in a better world if people did that. I just think this is just a remarkable thing. And... I want to just congratulate you on what you've done. It's, it's quite amazing, really. Um, and and that's not all, because you are you 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 do more than that. I mean, you are just a remarkable remarkable gentleman. And you recently launched a book called One Journey, the Love Tuner book. So I'd like to hear about your book and some of those key points that your readers would gain from reading this book. Yeah, I mean, this, this book basically just captures the knowledge that we gathered. Because when, when I started uh, this journey, we have been really also limited. We I understood what the 528 hertz is. I recognized in my first meditation with the sound how powerful it is. But still, we had no clue 
what we are really tapping into. So this book mm-hmm. captures a lot of this information. It's like a little bit of a spiritual guidance also, like, you know, how you can, you know, improve yourself. Uh, and obviously it's a little bit about my life that people understand where I'm coming from. But mm-hmm. the overall thing is, again, frequency and vibration. And this book is actually there that you have a guideline with the love to know without. It doesn't matter. You can find your own practice, what serves you better probably. But this book is basically about going inside, understanding what frequency and vibration means, finding your core vibration and maybe tuning it a little bit, and then um, understanding how you vibe and what is in resonance with you and what is in dissonance. So the book basically is a, is a guideline to self-empowerment but not on, 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 on intellectual or on any therapy spoken word. It's literally vibration. It's like, how do I vibe? And do I understand what is positive frequency for me and what is negative? Because often we stay in negative frequencies or negative relations, even knowing better that it's not good for us, you know? And, and mm-hmm. it can only happen a change when we constantly... Uh, understand how we vibe, and then if we change it, what is not imperfect, if it doesn't serve us, then we need to raise our frequency, do some fine tuning, and come to another vibration. And this is exactly what this book is all about. It's literally self empowerment, understanding how you vibe and what vibes with you, and overall that you also understand as your vibrational being that your vibe is important for the entire humanity. You know, if everybody's pissed, how can the society not be pissed? You know what I mean? If everybody is in a good vibe, how can it be that you're not in a good vibe? You know, it's just, it's as, mm-hmm. as above, so below. And if we understand that one is all and all is one, then vibrational healing is, yeah, is on, on, on the rise in general. You know, but we just need to be aware of it. I, I would agree. So this is, I mean, there's, there's a lot to what you've said, and I, I can really appreciate the value of what you've talked about. But I guess what I'm curious to know about from you, Sigmar, is why, why did you do this to start with? What was, what was behind this whole Love Tuner experience for you? Because it's been going on for quite some time. Yeah, um, I had a a really close friend of mine, and this was like when I got introduced to this frequency, and uh, they have been working on frequency and vibration, and and I did not really jump on it right away, and later on, I did a a meditation class uh, with with a sound healer, and it was called, I can't remember, I think it was like Aqua Journey. So the whole music was 528 hertz. You did a specific breathing cycle with it. And meditation back then was already familiar to me. So I, I, I meditated on a daily basis. And this combination of the frequency and the meditation was for me like, wow, that, that mm. is, that's the most intense experience I had so far. And I could see how far you can go with this. So it's endless and that you're a constant student and learning and exploring. And this was basically my 
my my beginning to to understand what this frequency can do and and the love to me is just in the easiest way to even connect to this frequency you know you don't have to read a book about it you don't have to download music it's just an, an instrument what works analog so it's not digital it's analog and you feel it right away because you physically do something and and you you are physically exposed to this frequency so when you tune with the love tuner uh, the frequency goes in your body but measurable eight feet out of your system so when you tune in a group as a family as a classroom as in a yoga studio or just friends coming together you create this sound carpet uh, where everybody connects into the same frequency and and this is actually that's basically my why behind love tuner because it's it's a beautiful way of connecting into a frequency and there's nobody ahead you know like yes i I happen to be the founder of Love Team and the CEO, but but it doesn't matter. As soon as you tap into it, there's no there's no mm-hmm. founder. There's all one. Everything is one. One frequency. One connectedness and 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 one community. And, and this is what is my my drive behind it, to really bring people together uh, in you know opening up the heart, connecting one heart to the other because this is the only way how we can overcome polarity and, yeah, and not being unified. I thought you said something was really interesting. I want to make sure I understood you. So when we exhale, are you saying that if it was actually measurable, that exhale, it's eight feet? Yeah, so not the exhale, but the frequency that you create, like... Oh, the like frequency. The, the, the frequency itself, you know, goes, vibrates out. You become your own resonance, and and then you basically spare as a, yeah, like as an instrument. You start, you start vibing, actually. Wow, that's so... You know, it's, it's, it's interesting, the, the, the word vibe you know, and how we might um, put that into our daily language. Like, you know, I got a really good vibe from when I was around that person or I got a really bad vibe when I was around that person. Or like you said, you're trying to turn your your uh, terrestrial radio on and it's like, why isn't this tuning in? You know, it's, it's very interesting. I, I, words are very And so I pay attention to them and I, and I really do like that. And so um, when we think about your journey, what would you say is the key message or takeaway that you would like our listeners to gather from your story? I think what, what, I, what is the most important thing is for me to, to encourage, you know, to, to, to join in onto something like, uh, like a peaceful mission, like what the love tune is, you know. And I think it gives you the possibility, you know, and to to fulfill your maximal potential, you know, to vibrate on a higher frequency. And um, and this is basically my core message, you know, that we all connect together into the power of this love frequency and the longing of our hearts to overcome separation and polarity. And, uh, and this is basically what our main slogan is and this is like one world one love one tone and and it's also one journey 
I like that. You know, it's funny. Um, we all have our, we're all on our own road. And um, I'm, I'm almost nine years into doing these, these shows every week on another couple of months. And um, you mentioned the word connections, which is deep into my soul because my tagline is conversations plus connections equals community. And in many ways, it's, it's, it's what, what you were talking about in the, in the, same, the same sort of concept that by finding a way that we can connect with one another, imagine when we are appreciative for what other, somebody else's journey might be. Maybe it's unlike anything you've done. Maybe their, their journey is nothing like your journey. That doesn't mean that you can't be connected in some way. And that's why when I tell people I've never met a stranger, I really haven't. I, I certainly can tell if somebody does not want to get into a, a conversation with me because I've disrupted them in some format or whatever that reason might be. I, I can read that. I understand when people say that. But I think that you were talking about a longing. I, I have a longing to be connected to humanity. I don't like it when I'm out for a walk and someone averts their eyes as they're approaching me and can't simply smile. I don't understand mm-hmm. that. I, I really don't understand that. That is so foreign to my behavior. You don't have to get into a long conversation with me, but a head nod, a smile, but to but to um, avert your your eyes to the person that's approaching you, I I just I wish that there was less of that. To be perfectly honest with you, I I would like to see our world be a little kinder to one another, but that's just my thought on that subject. Um, do, would you agree? I'm just curious how you feel about that. No, I I, I absolutely agree. With it is like because to give somebody a smile is just. It's just something how it should be internal, you know, because this is uh-huh. what everybody would actually would, you know, consider you know, like something that doesn't cost anything. It's just a beautiful gesture, right. and uh, and 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 it's just resonant with everyone. It's just a beautiful thing. Why would you not share a smile, and instead of have a, you know, like a whatever an arrogant attitude or a weird attitude. Right. I, I think a, a smile doesn't cost anything, and and Nothing. what we said earlier. When when we started, you said about um, yoga, people who do yoga and mindfulness and so on. When when we when I let's call it this way, when when I looked into the love gym at the very beginning and I said, where do I want to see this? Do you want to see all the yoga people? Do you want to see all the people that do already mindfulness? And and I said, obviously, for sure, they will understand it, and they have been our first clients. But my idea was always. And, like, we live in Los Angeles, so everybody knows the right. four or five and the horrible traffic. Right. My, my, my first thing was, who do I want to use a love team? And I said, I want to have someone that sits on the four or five in rush hour and has all the things going on in life that modern life brings, like whatever, payments late. I, I don't know what it is. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. family struggle, business struggle, or maybe everything is okay, but just the fact that you are out of energy, that you're sitting in traffic, and then you come home to your house and uh, and your kids and your wife or your family, whatever it is, 
Um, right. How can how can this person be in a good vibe at this point? Mm-hmm. And I would like mm-hmm. to see the person to trust to do a breathing break, use the love chin and just arrive in a better tuned state of mind and then go into the house and you will have a different vibe in the house. And this is what I saw when when we started uh, the love tuner. Well, I can tell you, I know we talked about um, the fact that I was going to be receiving one from you, but for whatever reason that didn't happen. But I can assure you that is something I'm, that is absolutely on my to-do list before my day ends is to order one for myself because we all have our different levels of anxieties or stressors or whatever. Everybody's is not the same. It absolutely is not the same. But if the frequency calms you down and focuses you, like you said, I, I I don't see where there there could be a downside to that at all, and I, I'm really anxious to 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 purchase this and to be a part of your team that that gets the benefits of your years of experience in putting this together because I was just I mean my mind is swirling uh, like you mentioned I live in Los Angeles and um, I live very close to Loyola Marymount University. And they actually um, have a yoga program there. And I know that the man that runs that has become a yoga therapist. And I'm going to reach out to Larry Payne. And I don't know if you're familiar with Larry. And I'm going to talk to him about this because perhaps this is something he would like to introduce to his um, students in his class because I don't see a downside. I only see upsides yeah. on on what it is that you offer. So as you look, as we as we get ready to close this podcast together, and we have some, we have a few more moments, so I hope you have a little bit more time. Based on what you've been doing for these past ten years, and you've you've got your book, and and you've got your product. What what's up next for you? Do you have something on the horizon that you're working on? Yeah, we uh, we are just launching. Um, uh, so-called one-on-one tuning, and we are also starting to branch out into love tuner retreats, uh, what we are oh. launching this year. But uh, really? the, the one-on-one, the one-on-one tuning is just came out because we we get a lot of emails and uh, and you know on social media people reach out with tons of questions and on and off. I go on a on a Q&A, and I just answer a bunch of questions. And now lately it's getting more and more so that we cannot even follow up. And so we say we're going to do this one-on-one tuning. And it's basically people can literally tune with me, and, uh, and I, I, I'm, not, I'm not planning to be the next guru because with Love Tuner we have the slogan, uh, be your own guru. But what I, I will, what I do in those sessions is basically, you know, to give advice, how to tune, what the, basically what we talked in this podcast, you know, and then people uh-huh. also can come with very specific questions, how they can integrate it into their life, and and also often they share they share their experiences. So this is this is brand new. It's basically a more more personalized way of tuning. You know, it's 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 above the product. It's literally connecting and and and, and building communities. 
Oh, I love that. And I think the whole retreat idea, whoa, that is that is something that, you know, when as that develops, you'll need to keep me um, posted on that because I would certainly um, get that out on my social media because I think that I could see where people would really, really appreciate doing this. And, you know, here's another thing. Maybe this is going to sound really like a very stupid question, but, I, you know, there's no questions that are stupid, I suppose. Do you find that women are, are a bit more receptive to doing this than men? Um, I think... Or not necessarily. Well, what I know, no, you're, you're completely right about it because, you know, we men always have to think everything that it goes this direction. We, we, we look like fools. We have a way strong <laughs> analytical brain, and then we, we basically don't allow miracles in our life. So I think w- women are more open to stuff. And uh, But what I have seen with men in general is, and this is also like out of my personal experiences, I have friends uh-huh. that given their position, what they do, they could not necessarily run around and, and have a laugh tune around their neck, they're wearing suits and whatever. But they told me that it became their their secret weapon. So I think men, mm. when they figure out the power of it, you know, they became really great advocates for it and they know how to use it. Uh, but um, the, initial, the initial kickoff often in families that, that women buy the laugh tuner for for their partners and for the family. Yes, I, I, um, I, I like I said, I, I could see where women would do that. But listen, you're a gentleman, and you're the one that that came up with the idea. So I, I just think I, I, the the uses across our population, and I, and I really do think <clears throat> what you had said earlier when you referred to the foundation. I think you've even used it like in. Um, for people to have PTSD in some of those circumstances as well, right? People that have really had some suffering. Yeah, this is uh, what what we earlier did not even mention. Uh, in our foundation work, we, we also work with veterans to overcome PTSD. And mm-hmm. me personally, I have been in tuning classes with veterans, and it was very touchy to allow those warriors, you know, to heal and to connect to... Uh, to their own hearts, because this is where where they are really wounded. You know, besides the physical mm-hmm. uh, and and mental things, it's always a, an injury in the heart. You know, and this this really helps to overcome this kind of traumas. And in in general, everything you do is um, with mindfulness and also with the love. You know, you need to give it time. You know, a system is not overwritten in two days. You know, what you do all your your life wrong. Or, for months or for years, you know, like it also takes time to reset your system, you know, and, and slowly right. and nothing what, nothing what is connected to frequency and vibration and to universal power and to, to the magic of the universe uh, happens over time, you know, it, it's a subtle process and, and you need to stick with it for a while till you really see a transformation and, and the reset in your own system. Yes, that, that that makes total sense. But there, it, it starts with a willingness. And I think that by doing these podcasts, and I know you and I are very close to Devin and um, getting, getting your word out to different uh, mediums, and I'm grateful for Devin Blaine for always sending me such remarkable people like yourself because 
this is important. And, you know, people, I, I see people walking and they're, you know, they're walking their dog and they're listening to something on their their phone or whatever. I want to make sure that people know about what it is you do because I think it's a game changer. And I just want to thank you so much, Sigmar, for for joining me and sharing this this life mission that you've established and, and making this world a better place. It's just it's phenomenal. Thank you so much. I really appreciate to be on your show, and I, I think you do great work to bring communities together. And thank you for sharing my mission as well. You're welcome. All right, everybody, you know what your assignment is. You're going to go out there and you're going to purchase yourself a love tuner, and you let us know on social media when you purchase this and it's had some ex- you've had some positive experiences put it on put it on social media so other people can see what what you're experiencing as well and uh, once again i just i'm grateful for this opportunity um and i look forward to using this equipment very very soon so have a great rest of your week everybody bye bye for now Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.